Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly. Like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. And I know you've got a proclamation to make right now, Daryl. Yes. I think we really need to honor our honor. That's right. And today's show is called Honor Your Honor with the Honorable John DeBerry, who will be coming up in the second segment. It is said that tension is who we think we should be and relaxation is who we are. When we are true to ourselves, we feel satisfied, confident, and happy. We honor ourselves by honoring God and trusting that love, that loving nudge from within. This is known as God's GPS, guidance, peace, and success. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage listeners to rise above the rhetoric and step out on faith. And during the second segment, Representative John DeBerry put his faith in God by joining us to read today's daily word, world peace. Yes. And uh, we always like to start off with some breaths. And yes. Daryl got these straight from Silent Unity, which we'll, uh, we always use um, uh, as a way... When we feel like we're less than honoring our own honor. Yeah, we start to feel, we start believing the limits in our own head. That's right. And then we start diminishing. We feel disempowered. I feel separate. I feel alone. That's right. And And weak. That's right. And sometimes it's very helpful to reach out to a friend or if you can't think of someone to call, Silent Unity is the uh, prayer line from Unity, 800-669-7729. And Daryl has um owns middle school studios where we are now this house and the back house where he has a tenant uh two tenants that live there and, yes. you know so sometimes that stuff stuff can bring stuff up for daryl when things are going on with his tenants <laughs> well yeah because it, it's strange how much i forget that i'm actually the landlord and not the tenant right. in those situations when it can hit you from left field and you're not really feeling grounded right things that shouldn't seem or, or scary any, or yeah, daunting. Yeah. yeah, on any other day, during any other circumstances, the same thing may not seem as threatening. That's right. That's right. And 
And so, you, and when and when we feel threatened, we forget who we are. Yes. We forget how powerful we are. We forget how amazing we are. Like you said, we forget that you really do have dominion over the whole place because you are the owner after all. But we don't always remember these things. Yes, and it was something as simple as they wanted. They sent me a text, and they wanted me to 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 show me some things. But you got to remember the background was that you had while they were gone on vacation, you had done a ton of work on their house, right? Yes, and. You know, you've had an interesting sometimes in the past where there's a little bit of nitpicking going on on their end, you know, and like you wanted to, you always want to sell. You did so many amazing things for that house. You did that painting, the hanging painting for yes. of their cat that you were taking care of as well. Yes. So I think, I feel like it, it also ties in for you of like, you know, like the little kid when we show our dad the art and they go like, what is this? Yeah, like they don't <laughs> fully appreciate it. And so that little kid in you is like, oh, you feel, you know. So whatever it is, Daryl was feeling a little more than a little stressed out about. Yeah, about the, less than adequate. It's easy when you forget, you know, you forget that God's in charge, that love is the love and harmony are the natural order. It's easy when you forget those things. You f I feel a lack of confidence. Yeah, and that's where, like, I feel the same way. What if, you do? Know, I tell you this all the time. When, when I have these simple meetings for my work, and if for some reason, sometimes it'll that it'll like trigger, as they say, or bring out little feelings of like very young parts of myself. Like I, I forget that I'm a grown man who's very good at what I do. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can totally. And then that, I was gonna say, and that kind of can lead me towards judgment of them, that's feeling right. like they're judging me, yes. resentment, all this type of crap well, can start to come up. Well, that's the thing, folks, because as soon as we put ourselves, we for, we forget to trust in uh, in God. Yeah. It's easy to feel like it's an attack. That's and if it right. feels like it's an attack, then that means I'm putting myself in the role, I'm casting myself as the, a victim. Right. And when I cast myself as a victim, then I get resentful. That's right. Instead of, the, the only solution is I gotta reconnect with the truth. Yeah, because and I would say, two of the things that can happen when I feel like I'm being victimized or attacked, if I don't have I don't know how to connect back in with myself and who I truly am and honor my that I'm either prone to give in and kind of crawl around on my hands and knees as less than myself, or I'm going to get the better of them and I'm going to fire back. And the whole thing is really born out of misunderstanding and forgetting who we are, forgetting who I am in that moment, forgetting how powerful I am and how powerful we are. And that indeed, whoever's on the other side of the table is also an expression of the divine, is also That's right. God That's expressing. The key. That's the key part. Yeah. So I wrote in my notes, I will no longer victimize myself. Forgiveness releases me from being a victim. Yes. And I, I, so we're not ashamed to reach out to people more experienced than this than us. And that just means that anytime we feel less than adequate to a situation, you know, we'll meditate or we'll, we'll say prayers, read something inspirational. Could be from the Bible, could be from any inspirational book that you find helpful. Yeah, if, at DarylAndEd.com, we have a reading list of all of the books that we read when we need motivation we or inspiration, excuse me, guidance. We also recommend starting your day every day with the morning routine, waking up, doing some inspired reading, some meditation and then some affirmative prayer slash writing down an, an affirmative to-do list about what you're going to get done that day, blessing your day, you know, really using your voice to affirm the truth. So um, so what I did was, in this case, uh, I knew that I needed heavy hitters. So I called Silent Uni. Now, Silent Uni has been around for over 125 years. This was yes. actually 
the first phone line in Missouri. We yes. found out. Yes. And um, it's it's non-denominational. And what's great is they they don't harvest your email or keep your phone number. You're not going to get any harassing calls. It's it's a it's really is it really has their intention is true. And it's simply just to aid with prayer. But it's sometimes nice to hear someone else say a prayer on your behalf while you're listening. Yeah, and someone who's not under the illusion That's that I'm right. under in that moment. Someone who is connected with their sense of God and wholeness and is re- and is expressing that on my behalf and reminding me who I really am, reminding Daryl who he really is. So uh, what she said, she said a nice the lady, I, oh, it was a man, because I called so many times. Now it's coming back, yes, folks. Yes, okay, yeah, because we were talking about this. We were so excited to share this. This happened a handful of days ago, and then so many different things have happened since then. We were, I'm so glad it's coming back to you. It's we were coming trying to figure back, this out. Yeah. So it was a male uh, prayer associate. Yes. And he's, he's you know, ask, they ask your name just so they could say your name with the prayer. Um, so we go through the prayer, and man, I was feeling it, you know, when people pray for you and they're not under the same spell and they're also not um, getting you like siding with your victim. That's right. Point of view. They're not going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you should have known. Or, of course, they're like that. You know, you're a good person. Right. You know, I, I don't need that's not what I need. That's right. Because that just makes it worse. That's us reaffirming the illusion of it all. That's right. Separateness. So you get someone outside of the loop affirming what's true and right and kind and loving and getting God power back in the focus of my mind. And it was a very loving prayer. And when they're when the prayer hits, sometimes it's instantaneous. Yes. Sometimes it just starts growing. And he wrapped up the prayer with an affirmation. Yeah, they often will give you an affirmation. And the affirmation we're going to use is the three breaths. And the affirmation was, my peace is the love of God. And hearing that clicked in my mind, wait a minute. If I just remember that peace and I come from that place of peace within me, well, then the love of God is working in this situation, healing this situation without me having to scheme or say the right words. It released me from all the um, self-will, the, the, the effort on my yes. part. And my mind started instantaneously like agreeing with that to the point where now the fear is rapidly diminishing and i said thank you so much i was so excited i said thank you so much that affirmation is just what i needed and he said well thank you for your podcast and i went what oh yeah i go i go you listen to our podcast he goes yep all the time i recognized your voice and when i heard your name (laughs) i was like oh my goodness can you believe that it's amazing and that coupled with the affirmation i was it switched everything. I, everything changed. I was in love with my tenants. Yeah. I looked forward to going over there. I had the best time with them. That's right. And it really goes to show. This is the one thing I hope you're getting from this: is do not act from that place of fear. That's true. That's like I better say something, or I better do this, or I better. Yeah, do that. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Take the time to. Pray, break, take a moment from the situation, breathe. Or if you're in a meeting, I've been in meetings where you cannot leave. Yeah. But I could just close my eyes unnoticed during the meeting yeah. while they're going on and on and saying things I'm not particularly happy to hear. Right. And 
affirm that God's working in the situation. Yeah. You know, give me the right words. You know, you know, you're. I like the peace part of it too because I think sometimes I think peace. If I let down my guard, then I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to be hurt because that's coming yes. from the illusion yes. that I'm in danger, right? So. When I, when like Eric Butter said, treat the concern within my mind, because this was happening to me all day today for some reason. I was just like, I felt overwhelmed by my job as a special ed teacher in the school district. I just felt, and I was so tempted to judge everyone oh, I know. instead of sending them love. But I just had to keep practicing what our show is about, because in those moments, I was forgetting who I was. I was forgetting who the my principal is, and who is a friend of mine, who I love, who does a great job. I was like, we got to remember that when other people are acting that way. It's because they have forgotten who they are. And so what happens is when I find peace and I wake up and I get into that like divine consciousness, that God, knowing that God is love, that I am love, that, that love is powerful, it opens the door for like, that's why we, we invited John DeBerry on who's coming later today. It's like when we're peaceful, the words that come out of our mouth have actual power. power. When we're not, it's force. It's trying to force things, trying to prove things. It's trying, but when we just know and we speak from that knowing, it comes. That's where power. It's like I like what you said to the, the what the affirmation said. My peace is the love of God, and what you were just pointing to. It's like it's a recognition. There's no way on my own I could do anything in this no. world, really. But if I let myself become a channel for God to come through me and flow through me, it's actually. It just feels like the most natural thing in the world when I let it happen. It's it's like I am allowing myself to be who I truly am, which is far larger than anything I could ever define or pretend to be. Do you want to read something or should we breathe? No, we're gonna, we should do the three breaths, but oh my goodness. Oh, it's you just, okay, you, good. I hope I remember what uh, I was going to say it, because I, it's, it's in there. It's a Bible verse that I just read a few days ago. Do you know what it is now? If you want to share it, let's do it. It was the one, you know, I, it's we you know when you get excited, you forget what you're talking, like where it is yeah, and yeah, what yeah, it no, is. I hear you. But um, it was the one I read to you the other day because it was inspired by one of the readings we had. Yeah. And it was where um, Jesus is telling the guys, "Look, man, if you and it and it, it was it actually heard it in normal English. Yeah, where yeah. It's like saying, "Look, guys, if you try, you're not going to be able to do any of this under your own might." Right. But if you trust in God, yeah, you can do. There's there's nothing in the world that can get in your way. Yeah. If you let God do the work, That's and in right. this situation, once I got to the understanding that when I'm at peace, then the God's love flows. It switched everything. You know, the, I, I'll say one last thing too. The thing that came to me this morning was I was feeling frustrated. I was feeling a bit like downtrodden and such, and I realized. Trying to go outside and fight that feeling is a losing cause. It's happy. I realized after some meditation and prayer and some a little bit of writing, I realized what was frustrating me was I was trying to put myself into a box that I don't fit in. And that's what like the the the, the phrase like being in the world but not of it. Like the, a lot of times like the the boxes that we try to fit in, we don't really fit them. And and sometimes people are so sure about these boxes and they hand them to us and they say get in this box this is the right thing to do but inside we know we can feel when we're, when it's constrictive it's restrictive we need to be free and loving and kind and powerful because that's the truth of who we are uh, daryl just went running what'd you find man well 
I think we should do the three breaths. All right, let's because I'm, I'm not sure. I'm but gonna... this really is the key to everything we always talk about because when I understand that there's a loving power behind life and behind me and within me and coming through me and coming through, then I don't have to protect myself. I don't have to force anything. I can relax and let the power come through. And that's when I really feel calm. And that's where I start, like, people start saying, like, oh, I went to the beach yesterday. Some uh, A woman, because I surf, and a woman out of nowhere was with her boyfriend, it looked like. And she, she said, sir, can I tell you, you have the greatest smile. And I said, wow, I'm also, and you start, and you also called me, sir. That's amazing. And we had a good laugh. But it was like, I wasn't trying to, I wasn't even thinking about, oh, I'm smiling like so everyone could see me. No, I was just smiling because I was feeling that love. I was talking to one of my assistants that teaches with me, and I was looking at the ocean, and that joy was coming through me, and that's what she, she saw. Okay, folks, I found it. I'm going to read the verse. The verse I was talking about was Matthew um, chapter 19, verse 26. Now, this is from the message version of the Bible. This is, which Bible. is a, like a, translated into modern English. From from the original uh, Greek and Hebrew. And this was given to us from a nun. Yes, yeah, she would read her nun version. <laughs> and then she would read this one alongside it just to get the different perspective on it. And she said this is her favorite one. And so... I'll just read it to you because it says exactly what we're talking about. And it's funny how these shows come together. We thought we were going to be read something. We're end up this. And we promise you. Right gonna... before the show, everything started to fall into place. And it was different readings. Different, <laughs> like it really clarified. I had to run into the living well, room. Well, that's what living this way is about, out. right? Like we jumped on. Uh, we go with the inspiration. And then we kind of almost like God kind of show life shows us what it's about later. Yeah, we have no. I, I guess this is what everyone's supposed to hear is this today. So yeah. uh, the verse says. Jesus looked hard at them and said, you have no chance at all if you think you could pull it off yourself. That's right. Every chance in the world if you trust God to do it. That's right. That's oh. right. And this here's a reading from Celebrate Yourself by Eric Butterworth. This is also on our reading list. I love this book. I highly recommend it. It's a series of short readings. Any one of them always kicks me up the stairs when I read it. This was given to me on a visit to Unity Village by Lila Herman, I believe. And she just walked in and handed it to me because I, I think I saw it on a desk. And for some reason, it called to me, and I've been reading it ever since. It's a, my, on Facebook Live over here. You can see it's a pretty dingy copy now. But in the in the chapter called "The Universe and You," and remember, universe. We, I, we love this stuff because universe. You know, people say I don't believe in God. I believe in science. But then, you know, and then the universe would be you think under science, right? But it happens to mean one song, universe. And so we love how when these things start to overlap. Anyway, this chapter was called The Universe and You. And he's, Eric said, one of the problems of our time is that in living and moving in vast crowds, we tend to become depersonalized. We lose perspective of ourselves and our relationship to one another and to life and the universe. We tend to live at the circumference of our being. And that's when we're really easily influenced by yes. phones <laughs> and television, social media, the channels, news, yeah, all that stuff, because we're not connected with our center. He says, we tend to live at the circumference of our being and to become totally other directed. Happy conditions make for our happiness and inharmonious conditions make for confusion and inner conflict. We lose sight of our uniqueness as, an in as integral parts of the universe. The need is to be still and listen and let God sing his song through you. Ah. Look away from the lonely nobody in the crowd that you may have been seeing yourself as being. And look to the larger concept where the whole universe has a meaning because of you. Let these words indicate a total giving way to the flow within you. 
no matter how unimportant what I do may seem to me, and I can relate to that. Sometimes when I'm teaching, I'm like, why am I doing this? This is really helping anyone. It could not be done in quite the same way without me to do it. I am important for I am God's melody of life singing itself into the continuum. The music of the spheres would not be complete without my voice. God not needs me, not as I think I should be, but feels somehow that I am not, but as I am. Uh, that now we could do the three breaths. Perfect timing. Oh, my God. I thought we already did the breaths. <laughs> no, because that's the perfect yeah, it thing. Is. Yeah. Okay, you ready? On my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, we did the three breaths. Perfect time to do that reading. <laughs> All right, let's take a breath to clear our mind. Ah, my peace is the love of God. Ah, my peace is the love of God. Ah, my peace is the love of God. good you know I, i've said it a lot recently but one of the things over the last year that 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 goes right along with these breaths is that if i realized if i believe all these statements about love and in and, and holiness about other people and the world and i'm affirming this but i leave myself out of it i'm not getting it if i leave because actually the truth is when i find god within myself when i find this love within myself when i find this perfection and this you know this harmony within myself that's really the only time i really get it that's well, the, yeah. only the only time that i'm go, that i'm a positive can be fully a positive influence in the world around me if yeah. i include myself well like it says in the in our description because when we're honoring ourselves we're honoring god yes and it, and that's the moments where i really feel that it's okay to love everyone. Yes. Do you want to uh, read the golden key? Because here's a little method to help that Daryl and I use from Emmett Fox um, about what to do when we don't feel these things are true about ourselves, when we forget who we are. Um, and pr prayer, which is, some might call it positive, affirmative thinking, it's such a key part because it's really us choosing what we are going to believe and what we are going to think based on what we know to be true beyond what is just being told to us or beyond what is just happening around us in that moment or beyond what even what our own mind might be telling us. Yes. It's the ability to shift back into a state of knowing who we truly are. Well, especially if we're hearing things that on the news that we find offensive. Yeah. You got it. We got to remember, wait a minute. Because I, I, the time out, because under those, when we're starting to watch the news, and me and Ed talk about this a lot, like during this past year, it's become very obvious that a majority of people tend to have switched their religion of one of faith in, a, in God right. to the news. The news has become almost seemingly... Like different minister, yeah, you know. different forms of religion. Whether, That's true. Whether you're you're a believer in this particular yeah, news, Fox News is one church, CNN yeah, is one church. Yes. True. And what happens is the newscasters, if you're not centered in God, the newscasters become your ministers. Right. Because and, it's what they're saying about the nature of life. It's not just the information. That's it's right. What it's saying about the nature of who we are in life. Yeah. And unlike faith, they their commodity is dealing in fear, and that 
what happens is when we get afraid, we think, "Uh oh, this is serious. This must be true. But the opposite is true. And this golden key helps us disengage from that. There's nothing wrong with the news if you're centered in faith, because then you could take what you can use and leave the rest behind. And it's one of the reasons why. You know, we're reminded in this country, you know, on our dollar bill, it says it best, in God we trust. Meaning as long as we keep the captain the captain, yeah. on the bridge, then we're not swayed by, oh, this guy's in office, everything's going to go better. Oh, this one's in office, everything's going to go good. Or, oh, this guy's, because we're putting our faith in God, not in just man. That's right. Yeah, and because when, when we do that, we underestimate the power of our own joy and the positive yes. influence we have in our world by showing up as kind and loving and, pow- and powerful people. And, and, and we recommend, it doesn't matter if you're in church or wherever you are, you got to have your own personal connection so that you whatever you hear, you can run by and try yes. out within the laboratory of your own life. Your own life. Okay, we have just enough time yeah. to read the golden key. I'll stop and, this so you can read that. And this is how to... Uh, Practice a faith in your everyday thoughts when these when the fear starts to crop up. Yeah, this is a simple approach to prayer. Whoever you are, wherever you may be, the golden key to harmony is in your hand now. This is because it is God who works and not you. And so your particular limitations or weaknesses are of no account in the process. You are only the channel through which the divine action takes place, and your part is first to get yourself out of the way. The actual method of working is simplicity itself. All that you have to do is this. Stop thinking about the difficulty, whatever it is, and think about God instead. This is the complete rule. And if only you will do this, the trouble, whatever it is, will presently disappear. It may be big or little. It may concern health, finance, a lawsuit, a quarrel, an accident, or anything else conceivable. But whatever it is, just stop thinking about it and think of God instead. That is all you have to do. The thing could not be simpler, could it? And yet, it never fails to work when given a fair fair trial. And here's that Bible verse again, oh Matthew. Oh my gosh. Matthew 19, verse 26, with God, all things are possible. That's right. And, and, and remember, in the, even in that reading, it said, like, you've already seen the loss. You've already seen the problem. So now it's time to sit down and get out of the problem and into the solution. That's right. That's what this is all about. Because if you stay in the problem, you're never going to find the solution. So, which is also a, a synonym for salvation, solution. That's all right. right. Coming up next, Representative John DeBerry put his faith in God by joining us to read today's daily word, which is world peace. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Welcome to the second segment of Honor Your Honor. 
with the Honorable John DeBerry. Yes, and we have a quick reading for this. Actually, came from a Daily Word from January 11, 2010, called Honor. We thought this was perfect for a segment where we're going to bring in the Honorable John DeBerry momentarily. It says, I honor my identity as a child of God. I honor people in my life who are important to me and show them respect, but do I always honor and respect myself? By honoring myself, I am also honoring God, for I am God's beloved child. How do I honor myself? I listen to and follow the still small voice within that guides my thoughts, words, and actions. I give thanks for my body, make a commitment to eat right, and exercise each day. I recognize my, uh, my unique talents and abilities, knowing they are God-given and that I am forever capable of learning and doing more. I take time for spiritual study and reflection, for it is an important part of my life and a reflection of who I am as a beloved and honored child of God. And then from Colossians uh, 3.12, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Okay, so let's thank our listeners. Daryl, why don't you hit it up? Yes, thanks to everyone that joins us every week. We appreciate all your letters. Um, If you want, you could check out our website at DarylNed.com. Everything there is free. That's right. Um, There's books you could read. There's um, things you could cut and paste. There's YouTube videos, meditation. Everything you need is there. If you'd like to send us a letter, you could you can do that too at Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Yes. And this is a moment where we like to thank our chief engineer, Jeff Comfort. Each week he makes this show sound great. It's, along with all the other shows yes, on the online radio. Yeah, he's, we've been honored and blessed to be with him since the very beginning. And each week. He takes us right into the comfort zone. A shout out to Message and Hope. Now, they provide spiritual materials to those in need. They're an outreach program of the Daily Word. And if you're interested in their services or would like to see how you can contribute in any way, you could call them at 866-421-3066. Also, we want to shout out to the prayer line at Silent Unity. It's 800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. And like you heard at the beginning, the first segment, rather, that we, Daryl and Ed, we don't just um, talk about it. We actually use it. That's right. That's right. They also have an app. At the, it's free at the App Store, the letter U, the word pray. You can type in your prayers. They'll pray with you for 30 days. And send you an email or a letter of affirmative prayer if, if, if you desire that. And that brings us to, to the, the Daily, daily Word, word portion. Go. And if you like to read the Daily Word, we read, uh, I've been subscribing for 34 years. Wow. Since I was 23 years old. And I thought, this is just for little old ladies. <laughs> but my mentor at the time, when I was in the military, Thank goodness for the, the, the gift of desperation. Because yeah. I was willing to do whatever this guy suggested. And he suggested the Daily Word, and I'm forever grateful. And you can read the Daily Word, the day's entry, every day for free at the bottom of our website or go to dailyword.com. You can read it there. It refreshes every day as well. Or do like Daryl and Ed do and get a subscription. Yes. Mail to your home, and there's no advertising in it. It's just a... A uh, inspirational reading you could do anytime during your day. Yes. And when I first started reading this, I was working as the liaison to the police department. Police, in police department. Mm-hmm. And uh, things can get a little seemingly crazy there. And I would keep the daily word in my briefcase. Back then we had briefcases. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and I would take it out, 
read it, get centered again. Yeah. And once my mind was back restored to peace, it's amazing how God can work through you. Yeah. And speaking of someone who really That's right. lets God work through him. So to help us today with reading, discussing the daily word, and everything we've been talking about today is uh, former representative John DeBerry. He, um, we found him first through the talk that went viral on uh when during when all the riots were happening, that's right. We were touched by the way he spoke from a place of character, without concern with how he might look. Then Daryl, you sent him a, a yes card, right? One of your prayer cards, yes, and a little tithe, uh, so to speak. And then we looked more, and we were like, we got to get this guy on the show. And then we looked into some oh. sermons. And some other talks, and we learned more. Oh, it's, it's just, it, we can't say enough. But I was guess one last thing I would say is we were very excited. Then we were like, I wonder what he's up to now. And then I was uh, doing my research last night. And this is when we started to get a little scared. We had to like get our poor selves back together because then we found out that he's a senior advisor to Governor Bill Lee of Tennessee now. We were like, what have we gotten ourselves into? But God gave us the nudge. <laughs> so he's here. And he's also a minister. That's right. Honorable John DeBerry. How are you, sir? I am fine, sir. How are you doing? I'm Fantastic. We're amazed that you are here. Um, and, uh, but it's truly uh, an honor. Yeah, so I know you got cut off in the first segment, but were, did you hear any of the first segment? Oh, yes. I heard quite a bit of the first I, I really did, and I I got yes. cut off probably maybe about I was off maybe about five minutes. Or so. Oh, okay. So uh, we always like to ask, uh, did was there anything coming up for you that you wanted to share based on what you're hearing in the first segment? Well, I I am I am touched by uh, the fact uh, that you're talking about just what a lot of people call old-fashioned values and virtues and mindsets and behaviors and disciplines, the fact that uh, you're talking about those things that have changed the world uh, that were demonstrated us to us by our Savior. And his, as the scriptures say about him, uh, though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. And the Lord taught us all how to live uh, and to be honorable and to be strong. And I, I like the fact that, that you chose a subject that a lot of people need to learn about in the times in which we live. Mm. Yes, and not everyone knows, but one of the things that we know is that you're, you had direct involvement with as a, as a young person with the civil rights movement, and you saw how these uh, principles were really an important part. It's, I feel like nowadays it's almost trivialized or overlooked about that time. Would you mind sharing a little bit about that? Well, I, I grew up at a time I was very, very fortunate to grow up in a family that was very active as well as being very faithful and religious. My father uh, was had us right in the middle of it in the, uh, in the early 60s. He was a Korean War veteran. Uh, he was a very patriotic individual. He, he read all the time. My mother was a wonderful woman, a wonderful uh, uh, housekeeper. She raised her children. She taught us uh, how to be committed to the Lord and committed to those things that were important. And between the two of them, uh, we, we met uh, Dr. King. We met many of the uh, civil rights workers and leaders and icons of that day and uh, were 
were blessed to be there when Dr. King made his last speech. My father was blessed to go to Washington. The family raised money uh, so that he could be there when Dr. King made his speech in 63. And, and so I have, been, I have been very blessed to have a family that has committed us to, uh, to service and to doing things that are bigger than ourselves and to make personal uh, sacrifices uh, to our Lord and, and to our country and to our faith. And so I, I was fortunate enough to see many of those uh, events unfold. It, it, could you could you speak to what did you see at that time that was so effective within that movement without within what was motivating those people and how they were doing it? What could you share like that? Because I know you you speak to this a lot. Like that we could really benefit from hearing and learning more about in this time right now. Well, I think the folks have to realize that those. The men and women who stood, that I stood with, that I watched my father march, march with, and my father was a uh, had, was working at the post office at the time. He had gotten his dream job, but one of our neighbors in Memphis, who was still in Memphis, was a sanitation worker, and my father got that I am a man sign. He took me with him. I was the eldest of the children, and mm-hmm. carried that sign uh, with those men uh, on. Uh, during those marches there in Memphis, those men were not, uh, they did not have a mindset of being destructive. They did not have a mindset of being apologetic. They didn't have a mindset of, of bowing their heads or, or running away from the issues. The thing was, they stood as men. They looked adversity in the face. They looked danger in the face, the dogs, the billy clubs, uh, all of the hatred and the, the racial slurs that were happening that I heard with my own ears, and they were unflinching. They did not move. They stood there. And, and whatever adversity, whatever pain, whatever suffering, whatever sacrifice they had to make, they made it. And I heard the same thing from my father and from all of those men. They were doing it for their children. They were doing it for the future. Many of them weren't educated. They weren't very articulate, some of them, but one thing they could articulate, and that was their faith in the future, their faith that this country would get it right and that their children would prosper and have blessings that they may not have had in their childhood. And they changed the world. They changed the world because the world saw a courage and a commitment that it hadn't seen in a long time. Wow. You know, you, know what, uh, you brought up something that I want to make sure our listeners can I can I can can hear. Yeah. And it's their courage came through as a result of not acting out from a place of fear or intimidation, meaning they they didn't act aggressively, and I believe that is what transformed minds. They, it was dignity always wins. And they maintained their dignity. Something I, in that situation, which would have been extremely hard if I put myself in those shoes to have maintained. But it's something that made me appreciate you as a person 
because that is what I want to become more like. Yes. And when I was in the military, I know our listeners probably heard this to death, but I'll share it again so you can hear it. I uh, di- I wasn't as uh, fortunate in my younger years to be brought up with any kind of faith in particular, not because of my parents not believing in anything, but just because there were so many seemingly negative things at that time that happened that kind of broke the family apart. And that I got it later in life while I was in the service. And I ended up at that time in my life running into a Marine who helped change my life. And he said to me, Fizarro, that's my last name. Do you want to know how a coward goes through life? And I said, yeah, because I, I figured he was just going to lay into me, you know, because right. I deserved it. Right. I've created so many problems. Just let me have it. I'm a coward. You're right. And he helped me. <laughs> Instead, John, he held up his fists like he was going to fight. And he said, this is how I went through my whole life, like a coward. Mm. And he said, wouldn't you like to live life like this? And he dropped his, released his fists, spread out his arms like wide and smiled and said, wouldn't it be better to go through life like this? And inside, John, wow. I, thought, I said, and this was a Marine. This was the early 80s. This right. guy was a master gunny sergeant. And that means he was a frontline guy in the Vietnam War. He was a young, well, he was in his 40s, younger than me now. But he was, this right. was a battle-tested yes. guy who I thought had the courage that I could never have. Oh, my God, yes. And these guys turned me on to the things that I identified and missed hearing, because it's been years since I've had guys like that in my life. So when I heard right. you, when I heard you, I was like, this is this is like the, you know, the older brother I wish I had yes. my whole life. And so, so refreshing to hear you, because these are the things that I think we need to hear more of to remind ourselves what really works. Yes. Right, right. And I think that a lot of us forget that this, this, the, the leaders in the civil rights movement, they were not uh, necessarily uh, military men and women. They weren't corporate men and women. All of them were involved, of course, military, corporate, uh, uh, the uh, media and, and uh, actors and singers, performers. But the leaders of the civil rights movement came from the church. They yes. were men and women of faith. Mm. They were men and women who, first of all, submitted and committed themselves to God, therefore their courage was not from within themselves. Their courage came from God. And I think that one of the one of my favorite things to teach is when the Lord was being taken just before he was crucified. Mm. And as Peter, who was a was was a, a demonstration of what you just described, Peter grabbed his knife, his his dagger, his sword and he acted on his natural tendencies, swinging that thing, cutting off uh, one of the guards, uh, one of the soldiers' ear. And the Lord, what the Lord told Peter that day is one of the things that I keep in mind whenever I feel anger and, and vengeance and regret and malice building up inside myself. What, what the Lord said to Peter is, put that thing down. Mm-hmm. Gonna, you're going to get yourself killed. He said, you live by that thing, you're going to die by it. In other words, they're going to kill you. You're not a swordsman, you're a fisherman. Put that thing Mm. away. And then what the Lord needed from Peter was not for him to lash out, as you said, with his fist, 
Lord needed from Peter was to drop his hands, to deliver himself into the arms of God, and look them in the eye with faith, unflinching faith that says, there is nothing you can do that will move me away from my Lord's side. That's what he needed from Peter, and, mm. and that's what he needs from us today. And if we could just do that, Lord, how we could change our society. Yes, 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 yes. And you know, I was talking to a friend of mine about this because he was asking me, like, I, I can't quite keep up a daily routine of prayer and meditation. And and I was telling him more and more, and, it, and this is all through the Bible, and this is, this is not new, but I really have been experiencing it. It's that inner fountain within us that when I touch that inner fountain, I'm a whole different person because of what you're saying, because I'm letting God work through me. I think before I had connection, I mean, I was... I've been raised Catholic and and uh, I've been praying my whole life. But until I made like there's like another step where I really made this connection through some of the things that we read on the show and this in this sort of like practical, more practical right. step of where now because I realized I was I think and I think a lot of my peers and my generation I'm 46 like we get so easily swayed by anyone who makes any kind of rule or says you got to do it this way or that way and so. That, but I feel like that connection to that inner fountain is what gives me the ability to just keep, like you said, drop my hands, don't fight, don't get into all this pettiness, and just like I, like John, I, I, I work with special needs students. I'm a teacher. It's like, yeah. it's a lot of the crap I'm told about how to work with these kids. It's like it doesn't work. It's not even that it doesn't have those kids' best interest in mind. I have to like put all that aside. Don't fight it. You know, do do my end with the paperwork, whatever. It's like not always my favorite thing to do. But at the end of the day, I got to deliver what that inner fountain in me knows to deliver to those students. And that's what works. And that's what gets results. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we see it all the time. Uh, it's, it's when people see that there is something in you that's different from everyone else. When you have what, what uh, the scriptures call that peace, that passive understanding, when you're not afraid of, of anyone, when you walk by faith and not by sight, it's evident. And, mm. and that light the Lord said that we're supposed to be, and letting our light shine in, in, this, in the midst of this dark culture that we are in right now, uh, you stand out because, as you just said, even with those children, light destroys darkness. Mm. And, and so, therefore, the Lord is the light, and we have to let him shine. Yes. And it's evident in the reaction. It's yes. evident in the, the circumstances do transform when yes. I stand my ground on faith. I don't mean stand my ground on might or trying to get my way. Right. But like right. you're saying, maintaining my peace. Yeah, it's an inner conviction. Yeah, when I maintain this inner conviction, my appearance isn't threatening. And there's a love that seems to be flowing through me yes. in spite of the circumstances. And I've been in those situations where mm -hmm. I've been 100% grounded in that. Right. And that's really right. when I feel I am true to myself. I'm honoring yes. my honor. Yeah, John, you, you just nailed it, man. Because when I walk into meetings, I'm always told, oh, beware of that parent. Beware. You know, like people think that people treat sometimes education like it's a war or something, you know, like... But when I walk in with this love and all, the only thing I'm there is let that shine and, and listen. And like those parents that I've been warned about, they like immediately take a shine to me. 
And they'll, right, they'll treat right. me different than every other person in the room before I've even said a word. It's amazing. It really, right. it was, um, this, I, I should I even tell this story again. Ed, we but, have five but, minutes. Okay, this is a short one. The show. This is like when I was, like I said, when I was first introduced to this stuff. The, yes. The first example in my life where this blew my mind was when I was, uh, in the Coast Guard, and I was introduced to these this yes. way of life to go by faith, not by fear, by commit to these readings and prayer. And let me tell you, in the beginning, I thought, this isn't going to work. Right. This is for little old ladies. But listen, when you're desperate, you'll do whatever. Yeah. And I did it. I did what the Marine told me. I did what the other mentors told yes. me. And these were just guys in my life right. who knew me. And I ended up, they said, look, you're think of yourself as God's ambassador of love. Yes. That that's right, right. that's that's your mission it doesn't mm -hmm, matter mm -hmm. like your assignment in the military doesn't matter you may go here you may go there but that's just your cover you're really a change agent yes. on god's behalf yes and man right. that made it didn't matter what job i had anymore in the military john because if i i used to think this job's beneath me this job's too much for me after i saw that my real <laughs> job was to be yes. an ambassador of god's love it was the game yes, changer, and it's been the yes. game changer up until today. Just the fact that we're speaking to you, John, is like evidence <laughs> of this. <laughs> well, you know, when I when you think about that, and I'm sure you've used this scripture many times on your program, that the word of God is quick, it's powerful, it's sharper than a two-edged sword. And when we implant within us the powerful word of God, as he said, receive with meekness that word. I think what a lot of folks don't understand is how powerful you are when the word of God, the love of God, is within you. Here's yes. the deal. The Lord told us to be meek. He said, blessed are the meek. What a lot of folks don't understand is meekness is not weakness. Yes. Meekness is power, power under control. Yes. I control that tremendous power God puts in me. And it comes out manifested as love, as sincerity, as kindness, as sympathy, when it comes out manifested, that power changes things. And that's why those parents, when you walk in the room, they can see the Lord all over you. They can Amen. see him all over you. And that's why they gravitate toward you. And same for you, my friend. And we got to wrap up this show. We um, Thank you so much for joining us, taking the time. Before you go, we have a little story. We're not sure it's true. We got it off the TMZ website. <laughs> okay. we all of our guests, all of we our can't guests, say it's true. All of our guests get hit with one of these jokes, so just stay in your seat. <laughs> no, so listen, friend. When John DeBerry was a young up-and-coming politician, before he learned the value of honoring his honor, he visited a town in one of his electoral districts. It was a small, remote town deep in the mountains. When he arrived, he was greeted by townspeople, the mayor, and a camera crew. John waved, shook his hands of his supporters while smiling for the camera. Finally, he walked up to the mayor and asked, So, Mayor, what problems does your town have? Interesting voice. The mayor replied, we really only have two problems. John DeBerry asked, Well, what's your first problem? Mayor said, Sir, our town has no doctor. John DeBerry pulled out his phone and made a call. Hello? I need a favor. Yes. Yes. You will? All right, thanks. Then John turned to the mayor and exclaimed, Your first problem is no more. What's the town's second problem? The mayor replied, Sir, we have no cell phone service.
Oh, 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 here oh comes my goodness. The FedEx feline with our mailbag. Okay, we got some quick mail here. Serena Leffler says, hi, Daryl and Ed. Thanks for the show. It's always superb to breathe, giggle, and meditate with you. What did Krista McAvina say? Love you guys. Grateful to have you in mind. In my world, reinforcing all of these teachings in a way I really hear. Also, you're both just a lot of fun. Oh, who's this? Oh, my gosh. I don't recognize it's Edgar Winter. Edgar Winter. What do you have to sing for us, buddy? Well, a little song that was actually a gospel song, but I put it out as a rock song in the 70s. Bring it on. We only have a few seconds the here. The mountain is high, the valley is low, and you're confused on which way to go. Daryl and Ed are here to give you a hand and take you to the promised land. So come on and take a free ride. Come on and stand by my side. Go ahead. Come on and take a free ride. Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links. John DeBerry, we love you. And what's your brothers? For being a part of funniest thing with Daryl and Unity on Online Radio. Come on and stand here by my side. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA Unity ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 